Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire. With Jason McIntyre. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Straight fire for Monday, January 25th. We have the Super Bowl teams. Championship Sunday was a very fun one. I'll say we had a good game and a half. Hope everybody enjoyed them. Hope everybody had a safe uh, in Southern California dry weekend. It rained all damn time. It sucked. But hope you guys were able to enjoy the games. I want to start. Listen, we do, I don't think we're going to get to Matt Stafford and his situation. Deshaun Watson, there are a lot of good NFL stories. We will chew on them all week. But today, we want to sink our teeth into, number one, what the hell happened to the Green Bay Packers and how they lost at home to Tom Brady. Oh, man. Tom Brady is going back to another Super Bowl. It's just unbelievable, A, that Brady won that game. B, that Tom Brady is going to yet another Super Bowl. The craziest, mind-blowingest stat from Championship Sunday was that Aaron Rodgers has won the NFC Championship once. Tom Brady has won the NFC Championship once. Tom Brady's been in the conference for a year. 
I mean, that's just crazy. You really don't think that Aaron Rodgers has failed that often. And I can't put it on Aaron Rodgers, okay? I can't pin blame on him here. Um, we'll get to Rodgers in a moment. And, and, and I guess the final one was Matt LaFleur. That is my biggest takeaway. But it's tough to start a podcast taking a giant dump on a coach who's kind of nondescript. I mean, Matt LaFleur could deliver your DoorDash here Monday night for lunch. And you would have no idea it's him. Seriously, no clue. He looks like a guy who works at Home Depot. You don't know Matt LaFleur. And honestly, he made one of the worst decisions I've seen in a huge football game. It's got to be a few years. I, I, I really have to rack my brain to think of a worse call. And I'm going to put you in my family room for a moment. I'm watching the game. The kids are there. They know I bet on the Packers. My wife's in the room adjacent. And... Aaron Rodgers on third down, he had an avenue to tuck it and pick up four or five yards and set him up for fourth and goal from like the three or four. He might have been able to score. I don't know. He's 37, so I don't think he would have been able to score. And, you know, I'm like, damn it. Okay, all right. Fourth down. We, what do we got? Fourth and 11. What's the play? And then, you know, I'm talking to the kids about fourth down. They need the two-pointer. This is tough. And I turn around, and the kicker's on the field. And I'm like, what? 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 Why? How on earth are you kicking with two minutes left? Down eight. What? What does three do for you? Nothing. And I'm like, this can't be. No. Just please tell me no. And then the kick is up and it's good. And um, Buck and Aikman did not really go after Lafleur during the broadcast. I had to rewind and see if they did. And I went on social media and I'm like, oh gosh, just murdering Lafleur. And you know, the way the Green Bay defense had played all game, you knew there was no way. They were going to get a stop, but then they still needed a touchdown. So it made absolutely no sense. And Rodgers, after the game, you know, was like, hey, wasn't my decision. But I, I do want to focus on the communication or lack thereof between Lafleur and Rodgers. So I've read every beat writer on this, and there is a lot of, out there. This is the most important point. Aaron Rodgers said that Lafleur told him, you can call the third down play. Rodgers says, okay. Rodgers calls the play. And that was the one where he could have run and he forced it over the middle incomplete. Then LaFleur goes for the field goal. Rodgers, after the game, says, I might have made a different third down call if I knew we were not going to have four chances. Like, to me, that is a horrible lack of communication between the head coach and the star quarterback, who's the MVP of the league. How do you not trust the MVP of the league there? To go for it on fourth down. Worst case scenario, you fail, okay? Tampa Bay takes over at their own, what, nine-yard line, eight, ten, whatever it was, with like 209 left. You have all three of your timeouts. You've pinned them deep. If you get the stop, you maybe take over at midfield with no timeouts and like 45 seconds to get a touchdown. Like, I, just an unbelievable disaster from Matt LaFleur uh, folks, I had a great gambling weekend in the two championship games. Uh, I get, I have a column for FoxSports.com. I hit my two uh, prop bets. I uh, hit the over, as I gave out on this podcast, for uh, Chiefs-Bills. The Packers was the only disaster. And, and I will say, I did miscalculate one thing. Well, two. First of all, Aaron Jones officially is afraid of the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He basically shit his pants twice. In the first game, 10 carries for 15 yards. Then he had six for 27 on Sunday. And then get this. 
he had four catches for seven yards. How is that possible? Four catches, six targets, by the way, for seven yards. And a fumble deep in his own end to open the second half and put him down 28 to 10. Uh, Aaron Jones, like, listen, man, I, I know he's a really talented running back, and obviously you like him, but I just, oh my gosh. Um, the other thing was the Green Bay Packers offensive line was hideous. Just unbelievably bad. This is a great stat that I was able to dig up, okay? So there's a stat called pass block win rate, okay? The Packers led the NFL this season in pass block win rate at 74%. Their pass block win rate on Sunday was 50%, worst of the season. They were getting beat. Uh, The kid Wagner at right tackle was basically a turnstile. Uh, uh, Shaq Barrett was getting all up in Rodgers' grill. They sacked him five times. They pulverized Aaron Rodgers. Barrett had three sacks. JPP, you know what, JPP, two sacks. I mean, it's not like Rodgers had all the time in the world. All that being said, like, come on, you got to win this game, Green Bay. When Tom Brady throws three picks, you got to win the game. And I just two other notes. I'm sure Rob G is going to come off the top rope and hammer Tom Brady like he does. But late first half. Aaron Rodgers gets the ball. You're like, okay, let's get a touchdown, maybe a field goal. We get some points. Can get then get the ball to open the second half. Get some points. Let's bust this mother. Let's bust this bad boy open, right? And Rodgers throws a terrible pick. Same deal against the Rams in the playoffs. Oh, the week prior, Rodgers late first half over the middle into the end zone, and the Rams dropped two picks. Ah, but this time, the kid Bunting did not drop the interception. Brady turns it into a tutty when they were picking on the kid Kevin King. Poor Kevin King. What a nightmare game he had. Um, He was bad. Second-round pick out of uh, Washington. Talented player, but, I mean, he got abused by Scotty Miller on the TD. Uh, Godwin just eviscerated him. I mean, Godwin had a monster game. Uh, five for 110. He did have a couple drops. I saw that Godwin had six drops in the playoffs, three playoff games. He had one during the regular season. Pretty wild. Uh, so anyways, the Packers offensive line was just abysmal. And, you know, Rodgers is 37 and he's good at scrambling. He did not look very nimble in the pocket on Sunday. Uh, that was one thing I noted. And, and I filed it away for the Super Bowl because... Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes has the turf toe. It looked fine to me um, against the Buffalo Bills, but we'll see. Um, and the final stat, Rob G. And um, this definitely has a big part in my Super Bowl handicap. I've already bet the Super Bowl, by the way. You will be able to tell very soon who I bet. I'll probably be adding to it and, and crushing the prop market later. But in uh, in their, in three playoff games... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have seven drives off of turnovers. They have six scores. And the other drive, they ran out the clock against the Saints. That's pretty efficient, folks. You hand Tom Brady the football, he's going to deliver. Now, will that matter against the Chiefs? We'll see. Patrick Mahomes does not have a turnover in his postseason career. Zero. Zip zero. So... If the Bucs aren't going to get these turnovers, can they win the game? I don't know. We'll find out. Rob G., go ahead. Take it away. Smash Tom Brady. I saw you going after him. 
Uh, I'm not ball washing Brady. He was good. He was his touch was amazing in the first half. He was a little sloppy in the second half, but we've all been there. Uh, that might be the understatement of the century. A little sloppy in the second half. Let me give you some stats. I know you're a big stats guy. Tom Brady in the second half of the NFC Championship game. 7 of 14, 78 yards, three interceptions. <laughs> Quarterback rating of 7.2. Okay. So, not to take anything away from him going to the Super Bowl again. That's a great accomplishment. He should be very proud of it. It's good for the Tampa Bay to host the Super Bowl. be the first team in NFL history, I believe, to have it in yes. the home city. But again, just like last week, the over ball washing of Tom Brady in the sports media is just, it's gone overboard. Like his first half was very good. I even said at one point, I think in the third quarter, it was after an incomplete pass. And you know what? Tom Brady's played very well. And then suddenly the wheels just fell off yeah. and they were holding on for dear life to win that game. Had Aaron Rodgers, who I thought played great most of the game, been able to do anything off those two interceptions or the two back-to-back interceptions, the Packers would be in the Super Bowl right now. They had three turnovers, three uh, interceptions of Tom Brady and only got six points out of it. And that's pretty much the difference right there in the game. So Tom Brady, I know that because he's a quarterback and, and most likely specifically because he's Tom Brady, he's going to get a lot of credit, but it's like he has enough great moments in his career that we don't need to celebrate the mediocre ones like he's done enough like he's already has a Mount Rushmore of great moments you know the the comeback against the Falcons even the loss to the Eagles he was fantastic in that game but his last Super Bowl against the Rams he was ass last week against um the 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 Saints he had like a c-minus game it's just Drew Brees kind of threw up all over himself didn't matter and then yesterday in the second half, he may have been the worst quarterback I've ever seen. Oh, all right. Let's settle. <laughs> Come on. Three interceptions on what? Four drives? Okay. He is 43 years old. We've never seen a guy this old perform at a high level. And again, three touchdown passes on the road in Green Bay. I, I know the second half was ass, but he was very good in the first half, man. He made them pay. This is his 10th Super Bowl, Rob G. Then I, I looked this up. This is staggering. The neck, the player with the next most Super Bowl trips, John Elway with five. Like, he's going to ten. And and I I know I've mentioned LeBron before. So LeBron dominates the East, and then everybody says, well, he couldn't do it in the West. He goes to the West. He's hurt. The first year he's healthy in the West, they win the title. Okay, this is the second year he's healthy. They have the best record in the league or second best, whatever it is. All I heard was, well, Brady had Bill Belichick, and he was in the worst division. With the garbage Jets and the Dolphins and the Bills. Like, ah, come on. Tom Brady goes to the NFC. And he has to go on the road in the playoffs three straight times. Wins them and gets to the Super Bowl. Like, on some level, you have to be impressed. This guy just continues to defy age and, on some level, logic. Now, I do believe they are in deep, deep kimchi in the Super Bowl. Okay? Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. 
Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The guy he's going to be going up against. Not the Honey Badger, not Chris Jones, but the name you need to know is Steve Spagnuolo. The genius behind the defense the New York Giants threw at Brady in the 2008 Super Bowl when the Patriots were undefeated with Randy Moss and Brady and I believe the highest scoring offense in NFL history or they were either first, second, they were up there. I mean, they were hanging 45s on everybody all year. And Spagnuolo held them to 14 in the Super Bowl. And he is the defensive coordinator of the Chiefs. I love what I saw from him against Josh Allen. We'll get to that in a second. But um, does the luck run out 
Rob G, for Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? I would think so. I thought it was I thought it was running out in the second half, honestly, <laughs> against Green Bay. Had Aaron Rodgers been able to capitalize on those those interceptions, it'd be a different story. Um but it's it's the thing is it's like it's not like he and this is why I want to go back to your LeBron comparison. With LeBron James in his last finals and every year basically since the Mavs series, he has been incredible in the postseason every single time. Like he's been the guy, even in the ones they lost, it was it was LeBron putting up another virtuoso performance. Tom Brady has not had a virtuoso performance in two and a half postseasons. But you, nobody wants to say that out loud because it's Tom Brady. And that's what's disappointing. And I just think that, you know, Tom Brady, he's great. He's one of the best quarterbacks ever, but the ball wash has gone too far. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 th- I was looking back at his game log and... Last year, of course, with the Patriots, bad game against the Tennessee Titans. Um, a couple years back, he was better. But again, I think we're discounting the fact that this is a 43-year-old guy. Nobody's ever done this. We're in uncharted territory, Rob. Honestly. Like, this idea that we can expect Tom Brady to put up 65% of his passes and, uh, you know, QBR of 100 and... 300 passing yards, three touchdowns. Like that, he can't do that. He's limited. And let's add, let's not count out. New offense, new playbook, new teammates all around him. Um, didn't have Antonio Brown. I, I'm not making excuses. Right. Um, and, and I, know, is, I, I know that's I, what you're going to no, say. No, but yeah. I would agree with you. I totally agree with you. He, he's, he's seasoned, to put it lightly. He's in a new offense, in a pandemic season, going on the road against, you know, the two most decorated quarterbacks in the NFC of the last 20 years. That's great. And he won, which he deserves credit for that. But he doesn't deserve as much credit as he's been getting. If anyone in Tampa Bay deserves a ton of credit for these last two wins, it's Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles, right. Todd Bowles has engineered one of the great defensive game plans each of the last two weeks that I've seen. He he totally just erased Drew Brees. And with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers still got his numbers because Aaron Rodgers is really, really good. and He's that great. But what he did was he he had a defense that was flying around very fast. They were very aggressive. And when the time came for them to make plays, like the interception where he, he got away with the hold, but we'll move past that. Yeah. And, and their safeties were attacking downhill. So the running backs out of the backfield weren't getting those yards after catch. And and they they were able to to create a turnover, or in this case, two turnovers that were the difference in the game. Okay, so, so how about this? If you're grading Tom Brady on an A to F, A would be he's been perfect, amazing. F, obviously, you know, uh, Drew Brees last week. Um, So far, three postseason games, new city, new team, new playbook, um, age 43. What are you at for so far this postseason? A C. Man. That's a you're a tough grade. You're that teacher that nobody he likes. Hasn't completed more than fifty five percent of his passes in the last any of the last four playoff games he's been in. We're like, just I, talking about these three. I, I don't care about last year. Okay, even this uh, postseason yeah. hasn't completed more than fifty five percent of his passes in any of those games. Yeah. In a league where it is is easier than ever to complete a pass with all yeah, those. Well, weapons. Saints Saints are a top five defense. Packers definitely were not, um, and he did have the three touchdowns. Nine. What about nine for fourteen on third down? Huh. That wasn't that. I'll give him a ton 12 of twelve passing first downs. 
he was that's impressive. He was very bad on first and second down, but third down he was awesome. He turned well, no, into he Mahomes. wasn't bad. The handoffs to to he, Fournette, which he, he hit turned my into overball. Pat Mahomes suddenly in yeah. the third down. Of every I drive. I would pr- I think a fair grade for Tom Brady three playoff games in Tampa on the road. I would go ahead and give him a B, a firm B, not even a B plus, not a B minus. Did he you just been forget perfect. the second half of Sunday's game? Did you not see that? I I, I, I did. I was witness to. <laughs> you the must really think highly of. So that okay, Washington so win. one of them. Let Let's be real here. One of them was not really on him. Which um, one? The one off Mike Evans's hands. He, uh, baby, I because I, I had the the sound low, but I could swear that I heard Troy Aikman say that when the ball left his hand, Brady was jumping because he knew like, ooh, I threw that too high. Well, he okay, so he did toss it a tad high, but. The defensive back was in front of Evans. He was like holding Evans, and then Evans shook him. So Brady had to get it over that guy. And it was a little high, but if it, my general rule is if the ball hits both of your hands and you are paid handsomely to catch footballs for a living, you should catch it. With all uh, that okay, stick em. Fine, 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 fine. Whatever. 50-50 on that one. Um, the, the, uh, the other one, I think, was a batted ball, and um, it was picked. The third one was the, was the bad one. It was like... It was like an arm uh, the punch. lob down the sideline. Like, you don't do that in Jair Alexander territory. He picked it off. Evans never saw it. Um, yeah, I know we weren't going to get to this, but didn't it, bo- didn't it bother you a little bit at the end of the game with the uh, PI call? Given, like how you said, with the Mike Evans interception, yeah. they were holding each- both sides the entire game. They weren't calling it at all. And the one time they call it is the play that decides the game. So that yeah. was a little bit disappointing. Uneven. I mean, there were, there were literally no penalties called. No flags thrown the first 35 minutes. Right. They were just like, do whatever the fuck you go. guys want. And, <laughs> and, and you know, listen, that's fine. Just be consistent with it. Right. Um, right. Anyways. All right. Let me get to the Chiefs game now. Um, Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, you're, you're gassing up Todd Bowles over there, and he is good, but Steve Spagnolo completely shut down Josh Allen. I just want to remind everybody, the Buffalo Bills offense is a juggernaut, and they're a beast, and Stephon Diggs, and uh, John Brown, Beasley. Oh, Josh Allen's so good. The Buffalo Bills had one touchdown offensively for the first 55 minutes of the game. That's it. That's all they could do muster. They led 9 nothing, and then, oh, wait a minute. What's going on? Oh, no. It's just the Chiefs' rope-a-dope. That's what they do. They did it last year in the postseason. It doesn't really matter if Kansas City is trailing. And Patrick Mahomes is just unbelievable. I, I can't get my eye. I was watching the game. You know, I watched, uh, I watched the first half with some buddies outside, socially distanced, yada, yada, yada. And the play where Mahomes was dodging the linebacker and then the linebacker wraps his arms around Mahomes. Milano, I believe, was the linebacker. And Mahomes is still able to fling it like mm, 10 yards down the field accurately to Kelsey. Was just like, are you kidding me? This kid is so unbelievable. I mean, Mahomes, listen, 29 of 38, 325, three tutties. I mean, the guy is unbelievable. Honestly, I mean, I'm out of adjectives. Every game you see him, you're like, well, that might be the best quarterback I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, he makes all the right decisions. And major shout-out to Andy Reid for the play calling. They had two, like, I think there was a fourth down and then a, a third and goal. And both times, they ran Tyreek Hill in motion, and then they brought him into the backfield as if they were going to do some kind of, like, speed play with Tyreek Hill. And then Mahomes basically turned around and threw to the other side. Wide open touchdown. Like, the playbook that the Chiefs have might be the most valuable book in in America right now, in American sports. Because they are dialing up just the most creative, incredible plays. They're unstoppable. They really are. And I did see this uh, interesting stat, courtesy of Next Gen Stats. The Chiefs' offense used shift or motion on 82% of offensive plays tonight. The highest rate in a game this season 
and the fifth highest by any offense. I mean, basically, their their continual shifts in motion keep you off balance. You don't know what's coming. And they have all these guys that are moving are speedy, man. Hardman is a blur. Um, Tyreek Hill, we know. Um, Patrick Mahomes can scoot. They got the running backs. The tight end is unstoppable. Like, I don't know how you really beat this Chiefs team. And, and Rob G., I got to ask, your Raiders somehow beat the Chiefs. I don't even remember much about that game. It's just the Chiefs were winning 21-10. to 10, And then, um, I guess, fell asleep at the wheel, maybe? I don't know. Well, when the Raiders won that game, it, they they basically just outscored them. I mean, in the second half, they decided, this was before, I think, Mahomes you know, kind of settled into what he was going to do the rest of the season. They just said, hey, we're going to take away all the deep routes and you're going to have to just check down to, to death. And, you know, when you're as good as Pat Mahomes, sometimes it takes a lot of restraint to want to go through that. So he was forcing balls he probably normally doesn't force. And that's how the Raiders were able to get the win. But um, I know that you're a big stats guy. And this one's courtesy of our uh, our friend Nick Wright from First Things First on FS1. Pat Mahomes drives this postseason. You ready for this? Touchdown, touchdown, field goal, field goal, missed field goal, field goal, one three and out, touchdown, 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 field goal, touchdown, touchdown, and then a kneel down. Like, how do you stop that? Like, it's it's so, I mean, it's kind of weird. I've never seen an NFL team do this. It's eerily similar to what the Shaq Kobe Lakers did and the uh, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry Warriors where they could not even try the entire regular season, get the one seed, and then they finally ratchet up, and you're like, oh, that's how good they are. We thought we had a chance, and then no, we really don't. Like, if they're healthy, it's a wrap. You know, I watched uh, Tyreek Hill ring up 172 yards receiving, and Kelsey had 118 and two touchdowns. You can either go death by a 1,000 Travis Kelsey six-yard outs, right? If you want to play the zone, fine, we'll do that. And you could see the Bills were just getting so frustrated with Travis Kelsey being open and these little dink and dunk. So then they push up, and what does Mahomes do? Instantly identify it. Oh, let's get Tyreek Hill in space. Boom, that's a 75-yard play. Like, there is no way to easily stop them. I don't know that anybody has the arsenal. And again, you don't. You got two weeks to break down the Super Bowl, so you don't want to go overboard. But... I mean, guys, did you watch what happened in Chiefs Bucks earlier this season? They tried. At least Tampa did in the first quarter. Hey, we're just going to do the press coverage. Uh, we're going to come after Mahomes. And Tyreek Hill lit up Carlton Davis like a Christmas tree. By the way, Carlton Davis, another rough game. Uh, Devontae Adams got him. Valdez Scandling got him on that long tutty. Uh, I- I'm just saying. Like, they better come with something better than, hey, we trust Carlton Davis on Tyreek Hill because Mahomes is going to eviscerate him again in that stadium. Tyreek Hill, hold on, I have the number right here. In the earlier meeting, Tyreek Hill in the first quarter had seven catches for 203 yards and two touchdowns. That was in the first quarter. It was 27-10 heading into the fourth. I don't have a good strategy for how to stop the Chiefs. You have to just hope internally there's like an implosion and Tyreek Hill's angry and wants to get paid. Um, I don't know. I, you don't want to wish injuries on anybody. But if you look at the Chiefs' offensive line, at one point against the Bills, they were down four starters. Okay? And Eric Fisher, their left tackle, suffered an Achilles injury 
on Sunday night in the game. Unclear now how serious it is, but Tony Romo basically hinted, doesn't look like we're going to see him in the Super Bowl the way people were coming over and saying, you know, hey man, keep your head up, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, maybe Shaq Barrett and uh, and JPP have monster Super Bowls on the edges, but guess what? So did Bosa and Solomon Thomas last year for the Niners. And guess what happened? Due to the pace, they got gassed in the fourth quarter, and what happens? Boom, Mahomes, not under pressure, hits Tyreek Hill on a 50-yard bomb, and it's game on. And I had the 49ers. I bet them last year. The bet looked great for 52, 53, 54 minutes. And then the Chiefs onslaught at the end, and I lost it, and I was pissed. But, um, yeah, right now, I don't know how you— I don't know how anybody— If Todd Bowles is able to pull this off, just hire him in Houston, right? Because, by the way, the Houston Texans were supposedly looking at Leslie Frazier. I mean, come on. What? I didn't see anything from the Bills' defense. Did you? I, I didn't see nothing. Now, I will say this. Brian Dable was in high demand. And what you saw from Kansas City, at least the, what I saw, was— we are going to blitz the hell out of Josh Allen. But we're not going to do it conventionally. We're going to come late. He's not going to know where it's coming from. We're not going to give him or his receivers time. And they, they just did that repeatedly. And Josh Allen, young quarterback, got a little flustered. He has a tendency to go YOLO. Okay? Hey, I, I could shake this linebacker off my arm. Let me just keep trying. And then it turns into like a 22-yard loss. He must have had three or four of those. And... Josh Allen then started forcing some passes. He had another. He had a bad game. Uh, you know, there's some guys out there saying that like Josh Allen's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Again, you know, Rob G touched on this. We have seen some NBA teams where they just, you know, lull you to sleep in the regular season and then turn it on in the playoffs. I almost wonder if Josh Allen's the opposite. You know, he is a fantastic regular season quarterback, and in the playoffs, you know. Uh, Field gets a little tighter. Defenses get smarter. Like, there's more at stake. Allen has not been incredible. He was very good against Buffalo. I would say mediocre against Baltimore and below average for sure against Kansas City. And Kansas City's got the weakest of those three defenses. They just played press man coverage and they blitzed the hell out of Josh Allen. I don't know what the strategy will be against Tom Brady, but... Given Spagnolo's history, I'm going to rush four and drop back and just let my front four dominate. I am curious how Brady handles this. Um, and I just want to add this, Rob G. A lot of people are saying, oh, they got the home field advantage. Like, I, the Super Bowl is a corporate event, guys. It's not like there's going to be 90% Tampa Bay Bucks fans at the game. That's not how it works. First of all, I think the socially distant stuff is still in play. I think I, I think Rob G might have mentioned it. There's going to be uh, a bunch of vaccinated fans going to the game. Um, the Super Bowl is an event. It's, I mean, maybe you'll get what, 65% Bucks fans, 70 maybe, 75 at the max. But I don't see a major home field advantage outside of I get to sleep in my bed for two weeks and I get to eat home cooked food for two weeks. Um, as opposed to dealing with the hotel and the pomp and circumstance, you just get to go to your bed. Um, I give a big coaching advantage to Andy Reid against Bruce Arians. Uh, but we'll have two weeks to um, to dissect the Super Bowl. Rob G., any other thoughts on the conference championship games before we wrap up here? Yeah, just real quick. I know you mentioned that Steve Spagnuolo is going to be, I think, uh, one of the biggest storylines in this game and how the Bills had only scored one touchdown in the first 55 minutes of the game. I believe with the stat you used. 
you should have been more specific. The one touchdown they scored from three yards out. <laughs> so it's even more impressive than what it sounded like the first time you said it. Yeah, they, they could not. I mean, I think they averaged 5.2 yards per play. You know, they just they couldn't get the ball running. And at some at some point, you're going to have to have a run game. And I don't mean Josh Allen scrambling for 22 yards a pop. Like Singletary, six carries, 17 yards. TJ Yeldon, three for 15. I'm going to say this. I have some friends who n- nailed the dev, uh, the Singletary receiving prop last week against um, Baltimore. And they raised, Vegas raised it this time. And Singletary had, it, I think, two drops in the first half. One was like where he had an open field and he was going to take break it, bring it into field goal uh, territory. He dropped that. They didn't throw him another pass. They brought in TJ Yeldon, the former Alabama running back who was, I think, in Jacksonville. And then they made Yeldon the Devin Singletary role. It was a little sad to see, you know, the poor, poor kid. I think he's a rookie or second year guy. Um, uh, nice player. Yeah, second year guy out of uh, FAU. Really talented Devin Singletary, but those drops are killer. It, it was brutal to see it. Uh, I know I took shots at Aaron Jones, but him and Devin Singletary, just brutal days. And that goes back to, Rob G, what we've talked about. Like, running backs are a dime a dozen. Like, you can find them literally anywhere. Um, and um, I, as much as I want to talk about, you know, Christian McCaffrey and a possible trade for uh, for Watson, I, I don't think that materializes. But just some things to file away as we head into the uh, into the Super Bowl. Well, so, real um, quick, before we wrap it up, yeah, one quick answer. On Sunday, you brought up Aaron Jones, you brought up Devin Singletary. Who had the single worst performance on oh, Sunday? Don't between? even try to say Tom Brady. No, I'm just asking. Matt Lafleur. Really. I, I can't, I mean, maybe because he cost me money, but you can't kick a field goal with two minutes left down eight. I thought that was the worst uh, performance of anybody. Were you going to go Josh Allen? I was going to go Desmond King. Yes. Wait, Kevin King or Desmond? Kevin King? I'm Kevin sorry. King. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Desmond, You're thinking Char- Chargers guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kevin, Kevin King, King was. He yeah, was rough, rough day for that back. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you could see Brady was just straight up picking on him. Yeah, now, it was, it was I sad. It was like a high school game. It was like, oh, whoever, like, number 20 is guarding, we're just going to yeah. throw it that way. You know, I, I, I play a lot of pickup basketball, and I've been in the games where, you know, I'm probably a little in over my head, but I like the challenge. And I can tell that I'm the guy that they want to go pick on. Oh, let's get the pick and roll. <laughs> let's get the pick and roll with that guy. Let's go after him. And, you know, listen, I'm, it's a pickup basketball, so I'm not letting anybody score. I don't mind fouling somebody back to back, like making an effort. Um, but to the point where, like, they don't want to go back, not because of a hard foul, but, like, I'm, I'm going to be feisty. I'm going to try really hard. Um, in, in the NFL, you're on an island, man. You, you can't really do There's nowhere to hide if you're king. Um, and Brady just identified him. You could just see. And, and, again, I really advise if you're a hardcore NFL fan or you just like it or you've got 15 minutes in your cubicle today, just call up the game on YouTube and you can watch. Okay, where is King lined up? Oh, Brady's going to go at him. Or... Godwin, not anywhere near Jair Alexander. Like, they barely threw on out near Alexander. And the guy had two interceptions uh, because he's a ball hawk. He's really good. Let's throw to the guys who aren't as good. Um, at any rate, that, that my, my thought. I would agree that King's definitely up there. Thank you. I feel like I got one right uh, today. Yeah, so um, you got one right today. All right, so uh, big week ahead, obviously. Now there's two weeks to the Super Bowl. Um we got the NFL draft. I do. Uh, let me just add this, just in case it becomes a huge story. Aaron Rodgers in the post game on Sunday said, "You know, I don't know where I'll be next year." 
he was insinuating that this loss was so devastating. He was so angry with Lafleur that he wasn't sure if he wanted to come back. Now, I don't know if that means premature retirement. I don't want to come back and play for this franchise. I got to go elsewhere. Uh, you know, do we lose another NFC championship? Are you going to go draft another backup quarterback in the first round? Like, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers, like, I don't know what kind of message he was sending. My guess is there is a 99.999% chance that he's back in Green Bay. I don't see how you give away a guy who's about to win the MVP award, you know? Or am I crazy, Rob? I don't know. Phillip Rivers, Tom Brady, they just left last year, you know? Um, But it felt like Rodgers was overly emotional. Yeah, of course. He was definitely despondent, even more so than last season when they got blown out by the Niners. He looked really frustrated. You you could tell that he, even what he said about Matt LaFleur, he wanted to say a lot more, but because he's smart, he chose not to. I think that, um, I think he was more commenting on the state of the players around him. He's saying, Hey, there's a lot of uncertainty. And then he kind of paused like, you know, myself included. So I wouldn't read too much into it. And like you said, there's no way they're going to trade the reigning MVP after the season. He just had no way. It, it is difficult to rectify how good they looked against the Rams. And then just how uneven and unimpressive they looked against the Bucs. And I I don't think there's a huge difference between the Rams and the Bucs. Obviously, the Bucs are better because Jared Goff is, you know, not that good of a quarterback. But I was a little stunned that, you know, they just weren't overpowering. I did think for much of the game, well, first half, I didn't think they were in trouble. And then that late touchdown happened. You're like, oh, geez. And then the fumble to open the third half, third quarter. Well, they're screwed. Um But yeah, I can see why Aaron Rodgers, like, where do you go from here? You just lost the NFC Championship in back-to-back years. you got a good team. I mean, what else can you do? I mean, on some level, like, he got coached into a body bag last year by uh, Kyle Shanahan. And then this year, Todd Bowles ate up LaFleur. So, uh, LaFleur's supposed to be an offensive guy, and he's got to show it in the playoffs. And... um, I don't know. NFC is going to be interesting next year, Rob G. And again, I'm getting ahead of myself. But the Saints, we know they're tumbling down. Um, Brady's not going anywhere. And then it's like, well, wait a sec. Uh, Russell Wilson, are they going to turn it around? Uh, What about the Rams? Packers are going to be the the best team in the conference again. Are are we going to see this in the postseason? Like, everything was lined up for them. I I don't know what to say, man. It's a tough one for Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, big week ahead. Can't wait. Very excited. We'll do uh, some guests, some NBA. I can't wait to talk about Matt Stafford, Deshaun Watson. Movement at the quarterback position is always fun. So uh, big week ahead. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts